Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Well, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Parenthood Friday. I do apologize for not dropping an episode last week. As I said um, on my Instagram, if you follow me there, girlnextdoor.podcast, by the way, um, I had no voice. I had a little bit of a coldy thing and then it went straight to my voice. And so you would not have enjoyed listening to me if I had recorded last week. So thank you for the break. I'm back and great uh, and I'm much better and I dropped an episode Wednesday and so here we are um, episode 285 parenthood I want to talk today about what to do if your child smacks you hits you strikes out at you um, by the way I thoroughly enjoyed running the parenting um, seminar in Melbourne last week and this is actually one of the issues that came up and so I thought this would be a really great thing to talk about here in this space now I actually see this a lot I see it quite a bit where kids um, you know get a rage for whatever reason and they and they strike out and they start to hit their their parents. Now, this plays out in a variety of ways, right? Like sometimes I can see that a child is literally so angry that they are truly striking out out of rage. Uh, Or sometimes it's because I've heard a parent say that dreaded word, no, or they're asking their child to do something that they don't want to do. And so the child smacks them, hits them often in the face, which is just like, oh, oh my goodness. Um, I've seen kids also who aren't necessarily, necessarily in a rage, but they're being like whingy or whiny, you know, kids, when they do those fake crocodile tears and then they start like just hitting out at their parents, but it's not like they're raging or angry. They're just being really super childish, which hello, that's what children do. Um, but I want to talk about what to do in these situations. And I've got four thoughts around this today that I think really help you. Uh, needless to say, I had a child who um, who was like this, and you probably know by now which one of my three it was, because it's always the same one that's given me a lot of content for this podcast. Um, but I've got four thoughts around it today, but I just wanted to lay the foundation um, first, and that is the foundation and the perspective I'm coming from is that your child should never hit you, Ever. Like it is not an option. I don't care what the reason is, although we'll go through it in just a moment, but it doesn't matter what the reason is. They should never, ever, ever hit you as their parent. So of course, one of my children tried this once, maybe twice, and needless to say, they never, ever tried it again. So a lot of parents that I observe will excuse their child when they do this, like, oh, they're tired or you know, they're just having big feelings right now, or they're just a little bit frustrated. Now, I remember when Ashton was really little and he had this little mate that came to play. And when the parent told this child it was time to go, time to go home, time to leave Ashton's house, I remember this little boy slapped his parents in the face because he didn't want to go. And I remember Ashton kind of side eyeing me like, 
oh heck I know what my mum's thinking right now like Ashton's eyes were like as wide as saucers because he just knew that that would never ever fly in our house it was never acceptable and I watched that parent get down onto their child's level and while the child continued to try and strike them in the face by the way the parent was trying to reason with the child Um, And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is not going to end well. Now, I think it's a no-brainer that children striking their parent is completely disrespectful and unacceptable. But I do want to go through four thoughts around it today, just to unpack it a little bit more. Now, while I think most parents would agree, what actually happens is they don't know what to do about it or how to stop it. And that's the reason that they make excuses. And that's you know, I don't think it's because the parent finds it acceptable. I think they just don't know what to do. I want to dispel another myth before we go any further. And that is that some people would say, well, parents who um, maybe smack their children as a way of disciplining, that that's just teaching their child to do the same. Now, this podcast is not about smacking. Um, it you know, it's not the point of it. But one thing I do want to say is I don't agree with that at all because plenty of kids when I was growing up were smacked occasionally and I'm, my mum smacked my sister and I, and we sure as heck knew that that did not mean that we could smack her back. So when people use that excuse, well, you know, if parents are going to discipline by smacking, then of course the child's going to smack them back. No, no, no way. Like often the opposite is true. Like a child who is disciplined by a parent who does occasionally smack them, um, that child knows well and good where the respect lies and they're like, heck no, I would no way strike at my parents. So I just wanted to dispel that myth. Okay. So I don't think that, that they go hand in hand, but like I said, I don't want to get into, um, into that now, but they don't go hand in hand. Um, that's been my observation. So really the main point of today's episode is definitely to remember the foundation that we should never, ever let our child hit us it is extremely disrespectful, full stop. But I want to teach us with these four thoughts around, you know, why this happens and what we can do about it. Now, the first thought that I have here is that prevention is always better than cure. Okay. So preventing your child from wanting to strike out at you to begin with is better than trying to fix it after it happens. So I'm not excusing the behavior, but sometimes it's actually what we are doing as parents that is leading a child to that moment. And that can be really hard for us to hear. So if our household or our parenting is chaos, that often results in chaotic behavior. So when a child hits out at their parent, they're often responding to their environment or to inconsistent parenting. So let me give you an example. And this is why I'm saying preventing it to begin with by the way that we parent is really the best way to go. So I'll give you this example of some beautiful parents who told me a little while ago that their generally placid child often hit them in the mornings, especially when they were trying to get him ready um, and out the door to go to childcare because he was only little. And so I said to them, okay, 
And they knew that this wasn't acceptable, but they just didn't know what to do about it. And so this is an example of where I said, okay, walk me through your morning, walk me through your routine. Is something happening in the mornings that is leading your child to become that frustrated that he's striking out of you? at you. And it really was quite out of control in their household. So for starters, there was this three-year-old who was spending every day and long days in childcare. So the parents are waking him up early and the child's exhausted. And then on top of this kid being absolutely exhausted, they're demanding for him to hurry up, do this, do that, barking orders at him to get ready quickly so that they could get in the car and, and take him to childcare so that they could get to work. And then they would get angry at him that he wasn't getting ready quick enough. And so every morning, the atmosphere in their home is escalating. So you've got this already exhausted child functioning in this chaotic and rushed morning routine. And so the dad would end up shouting, the mum would try and appease every Everyone. So it's no wonder that this child would strike, strike out, right? Which would just make the dad even madder. And then of course, every day they would resolve themselves that tomorrow would be better, but tomorrow never was. And so I let them know pretty clearly, hey, if this continues, this cycle, you're going to end up having a volatile relationship with your son. And that's just not going to do well for the future for any of you. And while the sun should never, ever, ever hit you, can you see what's leading him to that moment? And the parents were amazing and they're like, yeah, we actually can. So as parents, we are the adults and we need to lead our children's emotions, not be the cause of them. And so this is a case of where I said to the parents, there are some strategies that I can give you that will help to prevent this behavior to begin with. And so I gave them some really practical strategies to de-escalate the morning, strategies that would lead to not just a calm household, but a pleasant one. And so I said to them, okay, well, firstly, he's tired. So get him to bed earlier. He needs more sleep. And then wake him up. Don't wake him up at the last minute. Wake him up a little bit earlier so that he's got time to go slow. I mean, who likes being rushed out the door in the morning, let alone when you're tired? And then I told them to get their little boy and together to make a morning routine chart that he participates in making. Now, I've done a whole episode on this, on making um, morning routine charts. And honestly, it is such a powerful thing to do. And so I taught them about how to do a chart where the child participated, where it had like a whole list of jobs that he had to do, brush his teeth, make his bed, comb his hair, have his breakfast, pack his bag, all those things. And he could have a little, um, you know, a little car or a little whatever that he moved along that would visually track these jobs as he did them. And then when he'd get to the end, if he got there, before it was time to leave, then he gets rewarded. And you can decide what that reward is. The reward could be that he gets to spend time for 10 minutes or so doing something that he loves. Or maybe there's a special, you know, sticker, um, stickers that he loves that you could give him a sticker chart or maybe a treat chart, whatever it is that works, somehow reward him. And he will get to see that um, the quicker that he gets things done in the morning without mum and dad barking the orders. And it's fun because he gets to run back to this chart and move his little, you know, whatever he chooses, say a car, he gets to move it along. And then he gets rewarded by getting to do something that he loves to do. 
And so the morning becomes a celebration and not an explosion. And what you've done as the parent is you've prevented chaos. You've prevented this anger that was leading him to strike out. So that's number one. Prevention is better than cure. Number two, if you have done all that you can to prevent the behavior, then the next thing for you to do is try and work out why are they striking out. Now, again, this is not an excuse. I'm not saying, well, you know, find out the reason. And if the reason's good enough, then that, you know, excuses the behavior. It doesn't. But as parents, we often have to try and do a lot of our parenting on the fly. And if your child is striking out, just have a quick think to yourself, hang on, why are they angry right now? And try and get to the root of the issue. Now, this might take a little bit of conversation once they've calmed down, but it is important to work out why, because often it, it it's not just necessarily because they're angry. I mean, they could be embarrassed. I remember this would happen with Liam that sometimes, you know, he was just a funny kid. He would say things and do things that were so funny. And often it would make us laugh. It would make other adults laugh, but he would get embarrassed if people laughed at him. And if people laughed at him, his embarrassment made him go into a rage. And so that's a case of, I'm not excusing the behavior, but I'm like, oh, my child is actually embarrassed right now. And so you're always better off. If you can understand your child's heart, it is always the better way to go. If your child feels understood at a heart level by you, that can de-escalate behavior so well. Another reason might be that, um, you know, they're not getting their way. And that also would happen with Liam. So that kid honestly lived his life not getting his way. He always wanted to do something complete opposite to what Cameron and I wanted him to do. And often the way that he dealt with that was he expressed it physically. And so when he didn't get his way, which was a very regular basis, he would throw a tantrum or he would scream or he would hit. Now, Georgia, on the other hand, she was literally the opposite. She was the calmest kind of kid. And if something bothered her, rather than her throwing a fit or a tantrum, she would actually run away. So honestly, as parents, sometimes you think you've got one child down pat, and then you've got another child that's the opposite, and you've got to work out different strategies. Uh, Another reason that they might strike out is that they're actually upset about something. I read about a family who were going on a weekend away, and the son woke up in a really bad mood. And the mom tried to help him by, you know, pointing out all the fun things they had planned. And this child just kept getting angrier and angrier until when she took him to his room um, to get him dressed, he started hitting her and yelling at her. So she, you know, grabbed him and held him and calmed him down. But she was able to ascertain that he was actually really upset and sad about missing his friend's birthday party. So again, while the behavior is not acceptable, she could understand what were the emotions behind it? So she was able to talk to him about it. So there can be many reasons why a child hits. So if you've done those two things, you've done what you can to prevent it to begin with, you are doing calm, consistent parenting, you, um, you know, your child still gets angry and you very quickly been able to ascertain what the cause is. Then the third thing to do is to deal with the behavior. Now, sometimes you've got to do these the other way around. You've got to deal with the behavior first and then work out what caused it. But usually as parents, we're pretty, you know, we're pretty in tune with our kids. We can usually work it out first, but whichever way around it is, it doesn't really matter. But number three is 
deal with the behavior. So this needs to be immediate. Like I said, Liam tried this once, maybe twice. And what we did is we got down immediately on his level and we grabbed his hands gently to stop him from hitting anymore. And then we said to him, look mummy in the eye. And then I said very, very firmly, you never hit mummy. Do you hear me? Never. You will never do that again. So you let them know verbally, loud and clear, this is not acceptable. You are not going to hit and you're not going to do it again. I was letting him know for the future, this is not going to fly in our household. And then let them know once they've calmed down, you understand why, if you've worked that out. You understand why, but this is not an acceptable way to deal So you can say to them, you know, I know you are embarrassed, but we never hit mum. Or I know you're not getting your way right now, but you're not going to hit mum. Or I know that you don't want to leave right now because you're having fun, but you do not hit. So you let them know, I understand, but this behavior is not acceptable. So you need to just immediately stop that behavior. They need to know it loud and clear, and there needs to be an immediate consequence. Okay. Now, if they're doing this publicly, take them aside, pull them behind where other people aren't, you know, going to watch you deal with it and you need to go and deal with it. And there needs to be an immediate consequence for them hitting you so that they know that this is not acceptable. And of course you can choose whatever that consequence might be, whatever you guys have decided. I've done a podcast on that too, guys, 21 creative ways, um, to give consequences or to manage behavior. But then number four, this leads to the last thought. Once they've calmed down, then talk to them about what an alternative is. So if you're taking away one thing, you need to replace it, right? So if you're saying to them, you can't do this, you can't hit mummy. Well, what do they do with those feelings? Like what do they do with their embarrassment? What do they do with their sadness? What do they do with their anger? And so they need to know that there are other options that you've actually got a plan, um, that you've put a plan in place with them where you can say to them, hey, next time you feel embarrassed, you can, you know, come to mummy and ask to talk to me or whisper in my ear or, you know, whatever it is, but you can work that out with your child. What can they do next time other than striking out? All right, so let me just give you those four thoughts again, remembering the foundation being that it is never, ever acceptable for them to hit you. So number one, prevention is always better than cure. So make sure your parenting is calm, consistent, and you're not you know, doing things that are so frustrating to them that it's making them really angry. Um, secondly, if you have done all that you can to prevent the behavior, then the next thing is to work out, well, why are they striking out? Like what is the root cause here? Number three, you need to deal with the behavior immediately. And number four is to, once they've come down, talk to them about an alternative way to deal with their big emotions in another way. So there you go, guys. I hope that that has helped you. Um, but just remember, once is one time too many for your child to to strike out at you. And of course, this isn't even to do with them if they hit another child, but I'm just talking about you as the parent. It is really disrespectful and they need to know that that is never an option for them to do that. So I hope that's helped you. Um, and thank you for coming by. Thank you also to all of my 
members that I have on the Buy Me a Coffee platform. Um, feel free to join that. The link is on the show, night, show notes below. But a huge thank you to Victoria, Chloe, Anonymous Person, Kylie, Sophie, Louise, Marie, Pam, Christina, Renee, Rochelle, Adriana, Lola, Jasmine, Brittany, and a new member, Rachel. I appreciate you girls so very much. You help me to be able to do what I do for you guys. I love you. Have a wonderful week. And I will be with you next week. I'm thinking I might be talking about the Born Alive Bill, um, which is happening right now in Australia. You guys are really going to want to listen into that one. So I'll see you on Wednesday. Until then, have a good one. Bye.